Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Anya Prokhorova. Anya is an illustrator and designer featured in Dubai Fashion Week. She's a model. She loves writing and reading poetry and also very interested in advocating for mental health awareness and self-improvement. Anya focuses on self-expression through creative medias like drawing, painting, and sculpting since her early childhood. Originally from Russia, Anya lives in Dubai. She used to live in the UK, and she has completed her education in art school, fashion school, and freelances as a fashion illustrator. Anya, how are you today? Hi, it's really nice to speak to you. I'm perfect. I'm honored, lucky, and blessed to have you here and very curious about you as a person. I have so, so many questions, but I'll begin with this nice, usual first one, which is... If your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? I think the way my friends usually describe me is creative, quirky, and probably caring as well. That was beautifully said, very poetic. And let's begin (laughs) with the creative part. Let's say there are some people who don't know what creativity is. They imagine it's reserved for iconoclasts, for people who transform the world. And they're like, what does it mean to be creative? It sounds very difficult. It sounds unusual and uh, quirky, like you said. So to you, what is your definition of creativity and what inspires your creativity? Uh, To me personally, creativity is all about self-expression. And when I say all about self-expression, I truly mean it's the number one thing for me. I think for me, my feelings and emotions really inspire my creativity. I think how I work the best is by just thinking and then putting that all on the page, whether that's drawing, sketching, painting, whatever it may be, or writing. And then after some time, it really helps me to look back on my work and self-reflect. It's almost as if I can track my life chronologically and all different kind of events to my art, which is, I find it really helpful. Thank you. I love that. At the same time, there are women, including some I interviewed, who said they have struggled, where they have their inner voice that tells them, oh, who are you? Why do you think your idea is worth expressing? People will judge it and they will be so mean, etc., So to you, how do you find the confidence and the courage to express yourself, trust yourself and believe in your ideas? And what's your advice to women so that they become similar in the same way? I think for me, it's just doing, 
doing is my best advice. I think doing 10 mediocre or bad works is better than doing one great work because practice truly does make perfect. I think just as long as you do, you'll get so good that others will admire you and you will admire yourself as well. Thank you. I do have many questions about this, but let's focus on your quirky side and part. Again, how did you dive into yourself to understand yourself enough to know and honor and recognize your quirky side, which some women might struggle with? And what does it mean to be quirky? I think with me, it really started from the fact that I wanted to express myself. And maybe at first it started off with jewelry, then it went on to hair and clothing. And I mean, whilst in the beginning, I really did care a lot about what other people may have thought of me. What if I'm too weird looking? What if someone looks at me wrong? And etc, etc. And what if I look too normal? And what if people don't see how like, unique may I use that word you know what if I don't look this or that and then it just kind of stopped once again the more I continued doing it and you know the more the more I started once again seeing the progress in how my fashion changed and how my progress with styling changed and how my progress with hair dyeing changed you know because I'm a really big fan of dyeing my own hair and doing all different kind of crazy makeup so I think it's, once again, it's all about just doing it. And with time, you're not going to care what people think because the really the only most important opinion you can have is your own because you live with yourself the whole life. You know, you can't escape yourself. So 100% I agree and I believe very, very much in what you're talking about. And to understand Why is it important for you to express yourself? Why is it important for you to feel unique and to stand out from the average people? I think it's not about necessarily me wanting to stand out. It's more about I just really dress and look how I feel, you know? So it's that kind of thing. It's I don't want to suppress how I feel. I've always thought that it's so, so important to be vulnerable. No matter if people say you shouldn't be, maybe people say that you're over-exaggerating or you're a crybaby, which I've been called that many times before, actually. But, you know, at this point, I don't, I don't really care. I think it's more important to kind of honor and nurture how you feel uh, rather than what people think about you. So I think dressing up just really helps me nourish that. And it it really helps me be satisfied with who I am as a person. Thank you. And I can imagine in the UK, you could dress in any way you want, of course. Just your perspective about Dubai, maybe there are women from Europe or all over the world who haven't lived there. Are you able to fully express yourself? Do you get some unexpected looks if you go overboard or it's a welcoming place that you can be as quirky uh, to the maximum and nobody cares what is your experience with it i actually think that i've dressed much crazier in dubai than i have dressed in the uk that's a fun fact and the thing is that in england there are a lot of people who dress just creatively and expressively so No one really pays that much attention to you, I'd say. 
But in Dubai, if you dress creatively, you do stand out. And that helps you connect with other like-minded people, which I think is like the best thing out of it. You know, it's you see another person dressed like very cool and you just come up and talk to them. And that's how you make friends. And I think that's probably the best part out of it. But you still do get like, you know, judgmental looks, but it's very little of that, honestly. Thank you. And the third part is caring. What does that mean for you? And how do you keep your ability to set boundaries while being caring at the same time, which is something many women struggle with? Once again, I am very open about my emotions. I think the best advice that I have with any relationship you may have in your life is just communicate, you know. I think communicating is so, so good and so helpful to establish boundaries, you know. I think that's the best thing you could get. And I think boundaries are very important because, uh, for example, you may have a friend, right, who will say mean things to you and do mean things to you. And it's just like, you know, it's about having self-respect to kind of cut that off or say, hey, I actually don't like this thing that you're doing. And if they respect you truly, they will say, okay, I'm sorry, I'll try to change for the better, you know. But if they don't, then you probably shouldn't have that person around you. Yes, no toxic people allowed. And again, now to speak about you being an illustrator and a designer, it's a field that is difficult. And just as a more specific advice to artists, if there are women who are beginning their journey in art, what is your recommendation for how they can find their unique voice? Is it expressing their emotions and trusting that will be unique? Or how to find a unique voice so that they will succeed in such a difficult industry? Okay, so uh, while I still do illustrate a lot, I don't actually design anymore because I found uh, that fashion school is really just not a place that I thrive in since it does have a lot of constrictions and I just feel like I can't express myself enough, you know? And that's why I love creativity is to fully express myself. So I think my best advice to, you know, be successful in this is just trial and error because creativity is not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. You have to try different things Sometimes it may be, for example, drawing with your left hand, drawing while you're not looking. You know, it might be taking a bunch of paint and a bunch of glue and just painting with that. It can be literally throwing things on a canvas, literally anything. Use unconventional materials, do things that are are out of your comfort zone and just explore. Because I think creativity is just such a personal thing for some people they're big storytellers. For some people, it's self-expression. For some people, it may be, I don't know, anything else, honestly, maybe like helping their mental health as well, which I think actually all of those things might help. So yeah, I think that's, that's my best advice. Thank you. And to get to know you even more, 
How is usually your daily or weekly schedule? How do you schedule time and what do you do to take care of your mental health, of your physical health, time with people you feel connected with, time to uh, create and illustrate? Like, how is usually your schedule? Are you a night owl that you get all your creativity at midnight or past or you're an early riser and like 5 a.m. you're already gluing things together in order to create something or how does it go so i am a night owl that is you know i feel like a lot of creative people are night owls because that's just when all the thoughts and all the creative thoughts get going uh but uh i have actually taken off some time of studying and university for my mental health because last year i really went through it but This year and for the past probably half a year, I've been really focusing on improving the quality of my life. So I do visit uh, a therapist, you know, so that has really helped me like significantly. But once again, mental health is not a one size fits all kind of thing. For some people, taking a walk might really help, which I also do. So I love uh, I love going to the gym. It's like honestly one of the things that have helped me the most the past couple months. I go to the gym around probably three to five times a week. And that really helps me get my endorphins going. And then after I'm still riding that high of happiness after the gym, I prefer to clean out my apartment, spend time with some friends maybe. Uh, I love to paint and draw late in the evening I like to journal I like to go on little walks cook a nice meal for myself and just spend time with my cat as well and and my family it's very important for me to spend time with my family I think that's they're really like they're really the people that have helped me out the most throughout this healing journey I love that and I understand that you have some really interesting tattoos I'm asking specifically because usually as someone who's creative, you might be a bit moody that you change your mind often. How did that decision go about doing something that is permanent to express yourself? Also knowing that maybe year to year you're changing as a person. So how did you make that decision? Uh, And what gave you the confidence or the interesting idea that your body is a canvas so you want to express yourself there as well? I love that question actually because I remember when I first started getting tattoos a couple of years my mother would say you know your body is a temple like why do you do this to yourself what if you change your mind and I said well don't you see that temples are usually decorated with art like Maybe I've had a really difficult relationship with my body in the past, which I have. So actually decorating it with art really, really helped me with self-confidence. It's like, I cannot hate art, you know? I truly cannot. I just cannot put myself through that. So I like to think of myself as almost this project that uh, my tattoos, they're all kind of in the style in the illustrative style, maybe fairy tale and a lot of uh, plants and figures and animals. So I like to think of myself as like this walking illustration book. And I really like this. And I don't know, it's just for me, I pick out things to get tattooed on me that are going to be timeless for me. Like, I don't, I doubt that 
you know, when I grow older, I'm going to look at some herbs on my arms and I'm going to be like, oh, this is ugly. Because no, it's art. It's art and it's on me. So it just kind of, it really helps me with body autonomy. It helps me regain this control over my body and my life that I might have felt the lack of when I was younger, you know, and struggling with my self-image. Thank you. I love that uh, you're usually having like an American accent, but when you say my body, you become very British. <laughs> it's really interesting. And to ask you, you said you see yourself as a walking illustration or a book and that you put things that are more uh, similar to fairy tales or maybe nature, etc. How do you view yourself as someone in this world? Do you see yourself, let's say, as a princess or a fairy or a, um, a hero who is going through the struggles, fighting the demons to become the best version of yourself? Or do you see yourself like a tree or like a flower? What is your metaphor since you're very creative that you observe the world and yourself through? Okay, so this might sound funny, but I see myself as a very much crossover of like a fairy and a little goblin because I just love collecting things. Just like exploring and, you know, and collecting things, whether, whether it might be experiences or finding people I'm close with. It's just, I think, I just really enjoy this process of traveling through life, meeting people and just... You know, I feel like every person I have met in life has brought me something that I still carry with me, whether that's a negative experience that I take away as a lesson that uh, helped me establish my boundaries, or maybe that's something positive, like a little habit that I've picked up from an old friend of mine that I still carry to this day, like a little life hack that I still tell people about, you know? Thank you. And since you learn from people and see yourself as an illustration book, do you see people as well as kinds of books that you're opening and taking pages from or inspiration for the next pages of your book? Or how do you perceive people? I think I perceive people as, yes, kind of uh, books, you could say, and uh, as like vessels to carry lessons, you know? I think people are such such interesting just creatures i could say it's you're never gonna meet like another person that is the same to someone you've met previously you know it's, everyone is so unique and so different and it's so curious to like when you finally find someone that you're so adoring and like admiring uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know how to phrase this but uh yeah i think my love for the for literature also has uh, kind of shifted my uh, perception of seeing people as well. Thank you. I love that and how it relates to literature. And then, are people your like biggest source of inspiration and lessons? Is it maybe nature? Because I would have imagined you will put tattoos of people <laughs> on your body, but you're putting more like herbs, etc. How does it work? Is it for you like some people prefer and choose to uh, learn from people, their stories, their histories, rather than books or documentaries. Some people like to go sit near the beach and admire and listen to nature and get lessons from there. I want to understand your source of growth 
is it really like you spoke about mainly people is it more that people are part of nature and so the whole earth or how does it work so uh whilst i do talk about admiring and like enjoying company and everything i'm actually a big introvert and uh i think what i admire the most and where i find the most of my peace and inspiration is actually nature because i have lived in uh quite a few different countries with very different environments and natural environments as well so whether it's the beach the forest the desert anything oh especially the mountains i love the mountains it just always brings me such inner peace and so much excitement just seeing how beautiful nature is and you could really look through that like look for that in people as well because I guess I think it's a combination. I I mostly get inspired from my feelings and emotions, but I feel like people and nature really play a big part of that as well. Thank you. And to finish this a bit with something interesting, you seem to be taking a sabbatical year. That do you know or have a sense of the next evolution, the next version of Anya? Do you know what you'll do next? Do you have a vision for the future you try to create into reality? Or are you as an introvert working on your self-discovery more and more and you will let life tell you where the next steps are? Or how does it work? Whilst I would like to just, you know, go with the flow and do whatever, I'm I also do really want to pursue uh, education. And I think the next step that I'm going to take is uh, get a degree in, in literature, maybe philosophy, that kind of thing. And English literature specifically, because I just love reading and you know writing and how much insight it can bring to you. Because I feel like people that have read quite a lot, you can really tell from their self-perspection and from the amount of introspect that they bring into this world. I think it's really beautiful. So I think the next chapter for me would be continuing to work on my physical strength and health. I would uh, like to do CrossFit in the future, maybe, and uh, get an English literature degree and continue pursuing arts and just freelancing with that. Maybe sell my paintings as well. Thank you. And if I understood you correctly from talking to you and speaking with you, does this mean that you are more a very curious person and to you, you are chasing the insights that can come from expressing yourself so that you learn more about yourself and surprise yourself from characters and literature so that you get insights about people and life from people and their stories so you get insights about who they are and how, what can inspire you to be and some traits you want to put in yourself and nature so that you have the tranquility and the calm to discover more about yourself, about life, the world, and how everything goes. So is this correct? Yes, actually, it's very correct. I think learning is the best way to get to know yourself. I think once you read a lot, once you listen a lot, and once you speak a lot, you'll get to know yourself the best you could ever. I actually consider myself the kind of person who I get the most, the best thoughts and the best insights on myself once I start speaking, you know? So I really I really think the most when I speak. So you're actually very correct about that. Thank you. So your best learning method is expressing yourself. Is this Yes, correct? 100%, 100%. Thank you so much, Anya. And finally... 
is there any lesson or insight that you have learned recently that you're trying to implement in your life or something you try to let go of so that you move on to the next version or any recent thing, a recent insight and understanding you can share with other people and other women that they might be at the right place and the right time in their lives to hear and benefit from? Okay, so I think my best kind of advice would be very corny, actually, because we hear it so much, right, about move your body, nourish your body, and just like listen to yourself. But it's truly one of the best things that I've done to my mental health ever. I have never felt better as like I do now since I've started kind of honoring my body's needs and wants. Just moving your body and eating vegetables and fruits and whatever you may want other than that and talking to people, really talking to people. And if something bothers you, speak up because that is the best thing you could do because you know we're not mind readers i agree one million percent you cannot expect people just to know your needs and your boundaries and limits or who you are if you don't express yourself anya it was my privilege and my honor to have you here to hear your thoughts to share your perspective you are truly a philosopher which means originally a lover of wisdom and therefore of course i understand why you're interested in having a degree in philosophy i wish you success i wish you good vibes and thank you again for participating thank you so much i really enjoyed this and i really enjoyed speaking to someone who is so caring about this cause you know i think it's really important for women to speak up and to hear other women who do the same thing it's really empowerful and encouraging actually you are welcome mm-hmm.